So uh, I just wanted to meditate on a few thoughts that came to mind, some maxims or some helpful tools that I, that I thought that we can keep in mind or some rules that we can apply into the start of our new year. So since we're going to be starting the year uh, 2022, I figured we would have 22 little rules for us to keep in mind as we start the new year. Okay, so I'll be brief. I'll spend just about like five, ten minutes on each rule. So we should be out of here in no time. <laughs> I'll, I'll just fly through them. So this will be like rapid fire. Just uh, note whatever really resonates with you or uh, whatever really touches you, whatever you really want to apply to your life. But in any case, I'll share with you 22 little thoughts or maxims that uh, I've been meditating on and I thought can be helpful for us to keep in mind as we start the new year. Okay, so the first maxim is live a holistic life, not a compartmentalized life. So a lot of times we put God in one place, school in one place, work in one place, and we live life in a compartmentalized way like that. But um, we can't just plug in God wherever we can fit Him in our life. And if we live a holistic life, then He's always at the center and everything else revolves around him. He's at the beginning and the end and everything in between. So uh, we can apply that in simple ways like uh, praying before we eat and thanking him after we eat. And we pray at the beginning of the day and also when we come to sleep, we thank him for the day. And all those little moments, whenever we have downtime, we can pull out our phone to look at our Bible or to read something quickly to live a more holistic life, okay? Maxim number two is to be attentive to the present moment. Okay, this is something that's very difficult, but if we apply this, our whole life transforms, okay? So we need to allow God to speak to us in every mundane or boring or ordinary part of our life, okay? And to do that, we have to be perceptive to God's voice. Uh, we have to keep our eyes open we have to keep our ears attentive to allow him to speak to our hearts. And so if we walk like students or disciples throughout our day, then we're eager to learn and to hear God's voice and we can perceive whatever he has to tell us. Okay. Maxim number three is to structure your day in a balanced way. Okay. Balance is very integral to life. So uh, St. Augustine says, imbalance is sin, right? And so the virtuous life is a life of balance. Okay, so that means we have to live intentionally. Um, I struggle with this because I'm very spontaneous. <laughs> and I like to be spontaneous, I like to be free, but I have to remind myself that spontaneity is actually not freedom because a lot of times we find ourselves ruled or governed by our moods and our feelings, and so we don't really live an intentional life. So we need to be structured, we need to have a sort of schedule, uh, we need to have balance between the amount of work and play, and we have to do that in a way that seems intentional. Even though we have the structure and we have this organized schedule, uh, we can do that with freedom as well, and we can allow God to interrupt us throughout our day, and we allow people to enter into our time and we can offer them our day just like 
we would in any sort of service that we have. Okay? Maximum number four is to be intentional with the time that we spend in social media and technology or television or anything that is tech related. Okay? I'm not going to say avoid technology and social media because I think that's just not going to happen. But at least be intentional with the time that you use when it comes to technology and social media. Uh, even whenever you're just strolling through your social media for some leisure time or you're watching a show to relax or you're spending your free time to just take a breather, do that intentionally. Be wise about your leisure time and your free time so that it's not just a waste. So you're not just doing these activities that deplete you as opposed to fill you, okay? Number five is to confess regularly, okay? And so with that goes that you should have a father of confession for you to at least do that. And then once you have your father confession is to confess regularly. I think that's very important for us to keep us disciplined and to keep us living a life of purity and a life of sensitivity to the way that we're walking and the way that we're going throughout our day, okay? Number six is to read more often, okay? Reading is something that's on life support in our lives. And a lot of us don't read as much as we should, but if we read, then we enrich our lives, okay? So first and foremost, that means reading the scriptures, dedicating time to really read the Bible, but to also supplement that with spiritual books, the, the lives of the saints. And even the leisurely reading should be productive and beneficial type reading that we should do, okay? Number seven is to participate in more services. And this is something that we can do practically. It doesn't mean that we have to serve every minute of our day, but uh, we can just go to any of the servants or go to uh, your priest in church and ask where your priest can use you in any of the services. Because if you're not dedicating your time to serve, then you have to wonder whether your time can be utilized in a more useful way, or you can sacrifice more of your time to God. Okay, so think about how you can dedicate more of your time to service and to do that in very simple ways, not necessarily to sit in a Sunday school class and to teach the kids, but maybe to help setting up for the church or to help with uh, arranging the organization for a certain service or whatever it may be, okay? Number eight is never to take advantage of God's love and mercy. This is something that we struggle with in our society because we always preach about God's love and how merciful our God is, and that's true, but we don't really have the fear of the Lord, so we forget this. But it's important to have the fear of God. When we have the fear of God, then we can take our spiritual life seriously. Then uh, we're not loose in our discipline. We come to church on time. We're disciplined in our punctuality. And uh, we really adhere to our, our schedule and our discipline and so on. Okay? A lot of times we even think that because God is merciful, then I can do this and just confess about it later. It's not a big deal. Right? And it's a very immature way to think about life because we take God's love for granted or we take advantage of His mercy. Okay? Number nine is to care for your mental and physical health. Okay, just because we're Christian and 
the essence of our being is our spirit doesn't mean we have the license to neglect our mind and our bodies. It's important to care for our minds and our bodies and we should exercise regularly. And for Egyptians, this isn't something that we do and this is something that we give a lot of attention to, but we need to be careful with the way that we eat and the way that we structure our sleep schedule and we care for our bodies and if our bodies are healthy then we can worship God, we can serve, we can give to our neighbors and we can really dedicate our life to God because He gave us our mind and our body and we have to invest in that as well. The tenth maxim is to embrace the struggles and ambiguities in our life with faith. Okay. There's no doubt that we're going to go through periods of pain, periods of darkness, periods of confusion. And if this pandemic has taught us anything for the last two years, it's that nothing is certain. And we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And so the only way we can respond is to embrace those uncertainties and the struggles that come in every new day. And if we do that, we allow God to refine us and we allow ourselves to grow whenever God removes us from our comfort zone and he starts to really take us from one level to the next okay so embrace the struggles and ambiguities in your life if we re resist those struggles then we only add to our burdens trust me and I promise you 2022 is going to have its struggles. One way or, or another, it's going to be a year of struggle and the only way for us to transform those struggles is if we embrace them and we allow God to work in our life through those struggles. Number 11 is to greet others with a warm greeting. And this is something that was really important to me as I was meditating on it because I feel like this pandemic made us a little colder or a little more distant. And even when we greet each other now, we're like reluctant to really embrace each other or to give each other a handshake or a hug. And, you know, I can tell you stories about how people like literally just give you the cold shoulder whenever you go to say hi. But we have to remember that a part of our humanity is to greet each other with warmth. And so, do what you must. Carry around hand sanitizer everywhere you go, but don't be afraid to shake people's hands, even though we're in the pandemic and cases are rising. But shake someone's hand, sanitize your hand, and move on. <laughs> but be warm and friendly, and don't let all of the, the precautions that we have to keep prevent you from extending a warm smile and a warm greeting to people that you see, whether they're strangers or people that you see regularly, okay? Number 12, avoid worthless arguments, but allow people to challenge your opinion in healthy conversations, okay? So there's a healthy balance that we can keep here. Don't engage in all of these foolish disputes, especially the ones that you see online and social media and all that nonsense, but don't be resistant to what other people tell you and if they challenge you and they talk to you about your perspectives 
don't just brush people off and give them the cold shoulder, especially when they're someone you respect, an elder, a servant, a priest. Don't be afraid to engage in conversations. And if you just adopt this anti-conflict type of mindset, then you'll never really grow. Allow people to challenge you and allow people to converse with you and to even have those healthy debates because that's important for us to grow so long as we do that the right way, okay? And so that leads very well into the next maxim, number 13, which is seek to understand before being understood, okay? A lot of times we just want to make our case and we want to say what we believe, right? And we forget that it's more important to listen first, okay? And we should seek to understand before we get our point across. And it's okay if people don't understand us. It's okay if we're misunderstood. Remember that Christ was rejected and he was often misunderstood. So we have this fear and this insecurity of being misunderstood so often, but remember what really matters is that, is that we listen, right? Because that's whenever God can work in our, in our hearts. Number 14 is focus more on taking small steps with a lot of faith and love than taking sporadic leaps of work in your life. It's the small things that really count. And if you're faithful in the little, then you'll be faithful in the big things. So it's more important, for example, to dedicate five or ten minutes of prayer every night on a consistent basis than for you to just pray for two or three hours sporadically one night out of a whole month. Okay, so that small consistency is what really matters. Okay? Number 15, surround yourself with people that challenge you. A lot of times, we just want to be around people that coddle us. And they agree with everything we say. And we're a little threatened by people that have a different opinion or a different perspective from ours. But you'll see that the most mature people in the world are the people that surround themselves with opposing views. Okay, and that's important for us to really grow. Okay, so surround yourself with people who challenge you. And of course, not just people that want to argue with you just for the sake of arguing, but people that care about you and will offer a differing perspective. Number 16, compare yourself to the saints every day. It's easy to compare ourselves with what we see in social media and all these false images that people post and what people see in celebrities, but what really matters is that we strive to live like the saints. So, if we compare ourselves with the lives of the saints, number one, it keeps us humble because the saints are so far ahead of us, but at the same time, it motivates us. So it gives us hope because these are men just like us. These are other human beings that have the same body and the same mind and the same feelings and emotions as us. And they reached the level that they had. So that motivates us to imitate them. Number 17, make an effort to change the world, but do that by first changing yourself. Because the only way you can change the world 
is by changing yourself. Okay? Forget about other people in the world. Forget about what posts you should post or tweets or hashtags or whatever. Forget about criticizing the world and other people and what they're doing. Just focus on increasing the light of Christ in your heart and He will radiate through you and as His light increases, you will eliminate the darkness in the world. That's it. That's the secret of the whole matter. So change the world, but do that by your own growth and your own repentance. Okay? In a sense, we have to be like racehorses who have these blinders so that their peripheral vision is obscured and they just focus on what's in front of them. And we focus on our life with Christ and our repentance and by our own growth we'll change the world. Number 18, always be clear, direct, and honest. It's a lot harder to do than you think. But always be clear, direct, and honest. First of all, be clear and direct and honest with yourself. Be clear and direct and honest with God. And be clear and direct and honest with the people around you. If you do that, your whole life will change. Because we are just professionals at manipulating the truth or like cutting out a part of the truth or trying to cut corners here and there. But if we're clear, direct, and honest, then we'll imitate the saints in the way that we live. Number 19, be patient with yourself and be content with your weaknesses and limitations. We all have weaknesses, we all have limitations. No one is perfect. And so we have to be patient. And we have to be content with what we're lacking and allow God to work in our life according to His will, according to His timeline, on His own terms. And we have to be content with His pace and the way that He's dealing with us. And if we do that, we'll have peace as we're struggling and we're striving. It doesn't mean we're complacent. We continue to strive. But we do that with peace if we're really content. Number 21, work with faith. Work with faith. So that means do your work to the best of your abilities, but leave room for God to complete and perfect your work. And so for all of the idealists or the perfectionists out there, you always want to cross all your T's, dot all of your I's. You want to cover every little detail in all of your work. But when you do that and you exhaust yourself trying to cover your grounds and do every little part of your job and you're just so consumed in perfecting your work, you leave absolutely no room for God to work. So leave a little bit of room for your faith and allow God to perfect your work, to complete your work, and to finish what's lacking in you. And it's okay. It doesn't mean you're lazy. Do your best. Work faithfully, but always rely on God and depend on Him to complete your work. And finally, Maxim 22 is never forget the dignity of your nature. Never forget the dignity of your nature. Remember that you created in the image and likeness of God. 
no matter how far you stray, that you're still the Son of God, that you're still His creation, that you're still worth the precious blood of Christ. And so hopefully a couple of these resonated with you that you can really take them and apply them into your life. And I pray that uh, this next year becomes a year of growth and peace and joy for all of us. And to God is to all glory forever. Amen.